Welcome back to the Decades of Strength podcast. Today, Sam, Nicole, and I talk all about what we wish we knew when we first started on our health and fitness journeys. Now, for some of us, <clears throat> me, that was a really long time ago, and I have made plenty of mistakes over the years. All three of us pull out the biggest ones, and we talk about what we wish we knew then that we know now. Obviously, you get to make your own mistakes, but sometimes it really helps to hear about what other people did wrong. It can help you think like, hmm, am I doing this the way I want to do it? So I hope you like it. Give it a listen and let us know. Welcome back to another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. I am your host, Sam Altieri, and we have Nicole Gorette and Kim Schlag on today's episode. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Um, How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Life is good. Life is good. Well, that's that's always a good thing to hear. Um, today, I thought that we could talk about some things that we thought or that we wish we knew when we started. I know personally for me, I made a lot of mistakes and I'm sure you guys did too, um, which is probably part of the reason why we're coaches now to help uh, everyone <laughs> yeah. else not make those mistakes or at least, you know, uh, bypass a lot of the time that we spent in those mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I wanted to kind of just like dive in and um, share some of those with our audience so hopefully we can help them and um, yeah so why don't we we can kind of like start off with the the one that maybe held us back the most um, and we can kind of like go in rotation and, and sharing them uh, cool. so who wants to go first Kim Nicole me you <laughs> cool, I'll go. all right cool so mine is a very typical one and that is that thinking cardio was the answer to all of my problems. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was young. The very first time I remember like actively trying to lose weight, I was like 20, maybe 19. And it's interesting now. I, like When I look back, I'm like, I looked perfectly fine. What I really needed to do was lift some weights. And I, I just didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew like, I didn't like the way my body looked. And I thought what I needed to do was do lots and lots of cardio. And I paid zero attention to my nutrition, like zero. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. You know, like I never, yeah. I never looked any different. I never, well, I, first of all, I, I never changed my food. I never lifted weights. I would just like walk and walk and walk and walk and attempt being a runner and never got, <laughs> not ever got any good at it. And, you know, just spun my wheels for a very long time. Yeah. And so when did that change for you? Like, when did you realize that that was oh, gosh, something that was that holding was you back? A very long time. So I was like 19 or 20 and I didn't make a switch in that way of thinking. I made so many other mistakes in the meantime. Till I was like 43. Wow. Amazing. So that's a really long time, right? Yeah. yeah. So for all that time, one of the things that was going on in my head was that I thought that cardio was the way I would lose weight. And I just never really, like, I think part of it was like, I knew nutrition was somewhere going to play a role there, but I didn't really want to admit it or I would haphazardly go about it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Just because it's the hard part. It's the hard part. You know, nutrition is the hard part. And I didn't, um, I didn't understand that I, I, and you know, now you hear it all the time. Like you can't out exercise a bad diet, but I totally thought I could for sure thought I could. And I would be mad when I, when I didn't, I'd be like, you know, like I, I went for this like three hour walk and did all this crazy stuff, you know, was sweating all over and, you know, never looked different, but you know, I had a bag of cookies and a box of noodle rooney. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, and that was just one of the meals I had that day. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
Oh yeah. Or pop tarts. <laughs> pop tarts. I know something that's such so high calorie for so little food. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're kind of tasty, but. <laughs> well, that's a good one. I think for me too. I mean, I'm I'm definitely there. I thought cardio was like I thought cardio was it. I was like, yeah, let me just burn as many calories as possible and like beat myself up on the treadmill or even the stairmaster. Like, holy shit, who actually likes the stairmaster? You know. <laughs> but I thought that's what I had to do, and I felt like I was like kind of punishing myself. Like, all right, well, I guess I have to go through this like fiery hell to get the body I want. <laughs> right? Yeah, I for sure thought that. I thought I absolutely thought I just needed to. I needed to work harder. I wasn't working hard enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't burn enough calories. How can I burn more? I was obsessed with figuring out how to burn more calories. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Nicole? Is that something that resonates with you? Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I always thought if you wanted to have abs, then you had to be a runner. And if you wanted to be lean, you had to be a runner. And so um, I made myself a runner and I did not get abs. So <laughs> that kind of sunk. Did you ever fall in love with running? Was it ever like, okay, I actually like this? Um, you know what? I would get the runner's high and I don't know that I fell in love with running. I fell in love with being bad at something and wanting to get better at it. So just having that goal of, okay, I really suck at this. Like, I remember the first time I ran a mile without stopping on the treadmill was like the happiest day of my life. Uh, That's amazing. I just, I just always struggle with breathing and cramps with breathing and running. And so when I did that, I just remember being like, that was awesome. And I'm going to keep going. And so I did. And um, I did like, I liked running 5Ks and stuff. Like I could, you know, short distances were good. Long distances, you know, were still a struggle for me. But um, yeah, I just fell in love with, you know, trying to get better at something. I love I, that. I do too. I've never heard of it like that, but I think... I think it's like when you have a goal in mind and you, even if, even if you don't really have necessarily, like you had the outcome, which wasn't really tied to that goal actually, but yeah, I mean, you know, you didn't know that at the time, but it does feel good. Like seeing yourself improve. Yeah. I mean, I read all the running books. I had a subscription to runner's world that I would read. I like would download the training calendars. Like I was like, today's a long day. Today's a short today. Today we're working on splits. Today we're working on sprints. Like I got into it. Like, yeah. um, and then I, I, and this leads me to another mistake that kind of goes along with this is that I hurt myself and I continued to run with an injury. And mm. I think that is like such a huge mistake that thinking it's just going to go away and that if I keep working out, it'll get better. Um, and if I don't address it, then I think that's another huge mistake of mine. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I definitely. So been there. Injuries are so hard. They're like, you, you, your ego gets in the way, you know? Yes. Yes. Your ego asks hundred percent. It's like, oh, but I'm like, you know, I can, I can do this. Like I'm better than the injury. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're, not <laughs> you're actually just going to hurt yourself more. That's true. That's true. How about yes. you, Sam? Um, my biggest, uh, my biggest thing, I think for me, um, it was feeling like I just had to keep doing more rather mm. than doing it like better. Like whether yeah. that be with eating or with working out or with running or with lifting, like it's, it wasn't, it, my mindset was not like, 
in a healthy place, I guess. Mm. It was more like, oh, like, I just need to keep lifting heavier. Like, even if it hurt, even if it didn't feel like it was, even if, you know, just my body was telling me no, no, no. It's like, yeah, but I have to keep, like, I have to keep pushing myself. Um, And I think, like, just ignoring my intuition, like, 100%, you know, uh, and just being like, nope, but I have to keep going. I have to do more. I have to do more. It's never, it's never enough. Uh, yeah. So that feeling of always chasing like more, more, more in that, I know, I guess it just kind of burns you out after a while. Well, what got you past that? Oh God. Um, I think, I, it, I think, anything, but... I think, it, I think one big thing was an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, like the first time I ever, I had like a, I had, I got into a, a bike accident. Like I got hit by a car on my bike. Oh, and my gosh. yeah, I had that. And a week prior, or no, a week after, sorry, I, um, I pulled my back, like my L4 and L5, I bulged my di- those two discs. And wow. so like, I couldn't do any lower body. Uh, I couldn't really do most things actually. And like, for me at that point, I think exercise was like a huge part of my identity and like working mm-hmm. out and I felt very lost because I lost the only thing that I felt like I was controlling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, once I realized like, Oh shit, you know, like I actually just hurt myself and now I can't do anything. So I just had to focus on like getting better. And I still, I hurt myself again because I didn't give myself enough time because I was just uh-huh. so like, I just wanted to get back. I hurt myself the exact same thing on my birthday, like a few months later. And I did it again. I had to learn three, I had to do it three times. I had to mess up three times to learn. Wow. Yeah. So I would say it takes me a while to learn things, but, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I learned, I guess. Uh, and yeah, so I think getting injured three times in the same place, doing the same freaking thing. It's like, oh, wow. Wait, what was the thing? Uh, squatting. Oh, okay. like squatting and then deadlifting after and not, um, just not, having the like best form but not really realizing Mm. that because I just you know when you know when you don't know you don't know yeah yeah uh so yeah that's just takes me takes me a little while to learn I guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah well we're all we're all different that way it's interesting because you think like okay I've done that once maybe I won't do it again (laughs) but then you go and do it two times and I think I guess like I wonder like if people listening to this episode are going to be like, oh, I won't do that. Or if they're going to need to go out and make their own mistakes too. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you made your own mistake three times. <laughs> yeah. And I had a friend that was like, don't do that. You know, he literally <laughs> told me like, just stop being stupid. And I was like, I'm not being stupid. I'm great. Like I can get through this. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I thought I was better than the injury or I thought it was better than like the rest of the world, like, which is so ridiculous to say, but and, you know, you know, like, not better in, like, a, oh, like, I'm better, better, but more like, oh, that's not going to happen to me, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. And feeling like you're probably, special. It probably happens for us, like, all different ways for different things. My guess is that sometimes you have to learn stuff, like, on your own, maybe even multiple times screwing up. And yeah. other times it's enough to hear somebody say it. And for whatever reason, your life experience is like, oh, yeah, I totally get what they're saying. I won't make that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think it's kind of different. And like the magnitude of the thing, probably. Yeah. You know, like, uh, okay, like probably don't try jumping out in front of a car. You know, like <laughs> I'd probably listen to that. But like for something <laughs> something that seems a little bit less likely, like I might actually try. <laughs> <laughs> you made me spit out my seltzer all over my tongue. I was, <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. 
<laughs> I'm glad I can provide quality entertainment. <laughs> I, I, thought, I don't know what I thought you were going to say. Something, I don't know. Maybe don't try. I don't know. Something more reasonable. <laughs> I was not expecting to jump out in front of a car. Uh, oh, that, God. That burning sensation in the back of my throat will make me think of you all day. <laughs> <laughs> glad I can do that for you. Oh, God. All right. So, all right, should we go around again? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Kim, okay, you're next. So, another thing that I wish I had done differently that I wish I knew then was that I didn't practice my push-ups and pull-ups I just tested them like I would get so annoyed with myself every week I'd come back into the gym or every couple of days and like try and do some more push-ups and like look to see if they looked better and they never did because I was never practicing to get better at push-ups I was literally repeating the same thing over and over and I would I would do the same thing with pull-ups I would you know like occasionally like try and get back up on the pull-up bar and be like nope still can't do a pull-up yeah I did both I did both of those for a really long time I got I got around to coming up with an actual push-up program and like finding one and working through it way before I finally did the same thing with with pull-ups but I think it's a really common thing that we're just like nope still can't do push-ups when really we haven't like if you can't speak Chinese you're not just gonna like every so often check and see if you know how (laughs) come up with a way to learn Chinese right and then you're gonna like work at it and practice and then you'll see that you're getting better but with push-ups and pull-ups we just kind of like every so often test again and see like yeah can I do that right yeah Yeah, I mean I I did that for a long time yeah I think also that it's like kind of what you're telling yourself right like like oh yeah I'll just get better at those but like if you don't have the action plan I guess to get you there which is what you're talking about it's like how can you expect to get better at them or if you're like oh like I'm just not meant to be good at them or like oh I just can't do a pull-up it's like well have you actually tried to make a plan to get you closer to being able to do one right and somehow in my mind just like showing up at the gym I was going to somehow like I don't know, suck in all the energy that made me be able to do pull-ups. You know, I could do other things. And I just kept thinking, like, one day I'll hop up there and it'll happen. Yeah. And it did happen. But, it, you know, after a lot of concerted effort with an actual dedicated plan to get me to do pull-ups and to get me to do push-ups. Yeah. I think that's actually an insane metaphor for, like, most things, actually, that we want in life, though. Like, we just, like, one day we're like, oh, like, that'll just happen, you know, later. Or we don't really think about things in terms of, like, reverse engineering like working our way backwards from whatever we want just assume like oh one day we'll just you know oh one day I'll have a house and kids like oh one day I'll you know it's like no actually you need to go out and meet a mate and then you need to like uh not a mate but you know like you need to meet someone (laughs) I don't know why I just went Australian but (laughs) you know leave my house (laughs) yeah exactly like I'm not gonna find my future boyfriend under my bed you know like I need to go put in some effort Um, if you do you probably should him. <laughs> yeah, I should probably just run away fast. <laughs> that's not the one for you. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> what do you think, Nicole? Um, no, I agree, because I do the same thing with pull-ups, where, like, I do work on them and have them in workouts, but I, I never, like, have a plan to get better, and I'm always just able to do two or three, and I'm always like, pull-ups suck, I'll never be mm. good at them, I want to be good at them, but... When it comes down to it, I have not like set out and put together a real plan and really focused on them. Yeah. Know that if I did, they would get better. But, um, you know, hashtag lazy, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe that's just not your priority right now. Yeah. It's not my priority, but I feel as though it should. And why? But there's no should. You know what? I think (laughs) that's just like my current mentality right now is that. 
I don't have the same motivation that I normally do right now for things, but I want to have it, but I don't. And I feel like it's right around the corner and I'm just so close. And I don't even know if I'm sounding like a normal person right now. No, that's like so normal. But why? Like, why do you think that is? I don't know. I know why. I was about to say, I know. (laughs) What the hell? You're buying a house. Like, your life is like... You work three jobs, two kids, and you're buying one house and selling another house. And you had 30 showings last week. Go. That's it. Give yourself a break. Uh, Yeah, I think I have too much going on. (laughs) That could be. Yeah. And, And here I am beating myself up because I'm not, like, as motivated to do what I normally like to do even though I know that it makes me happy so I need to just, mm. I need to push myself more yeah and give and push myself less on other stuff the stuff that doesn't make me happy yeah mm. or just like you know maybe like I was just talking about this yesterday on my story like maybe right now is just not the best time for you to like get as strong as possible get as lean as possible like you're you're living your life in other ways you know like you're making improvements not just in your physique like in I don't know, you're like your family and your health and like other stuff. And yeah, like, but I also ate half of a funfetti cake yesterday. Like, that's I mean, funfetti cake is really good though. I mean, at like one point, I was like, this frosting is so <laughs> <laughs> I well, actually, look, look, I Nicole, you don't have to be perfect at everything right now. So, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe now's not the time to focus on a dedicated pull up program as well. Yeah. But, you know, you're saying that these are the things that make you happy. So find the piece of it that makes you happy and do some of that. You don't have to do all of it. You don't have to be balls to the wall right now. You can yeah. just, you know, maybe maintain your strength and rein in funfetti cake and call it a win. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that kind of brings me to my next point, which is relevant to you, Nicole. Like, not like talking about this stuff, right? Like if you just keep it in your head, look, you're literally beating yourself up, getting stressed out about it and feeling Mm. like, fuck, I can't even do a pull up or like, I can't do more than whatever three. When if you just said it out loud, like, look, you already probably just gave yourself permission to like chill out and not worry about pull ups for the next like month. Um, And that's something I did not do for the first like probably four years of my own working out. I didn't talk to anyone about it. Like I was, Mm. I was so isolated in my head. Like, oh, I have to go do all this stuff. Like, oh my God like I suck I didn't you know just really bad like just not talking to myself in a in a way that I would a friend yeah um, yeah 100%. and yeah just not just beating myself up a lot and ho- like being like well I hold myself to a high standard yeah okay but mm. like you don't need to be a dick to yourself <laughs> yeah it's my really standard true. right now for eating is just to not eat half a cake um <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to start there we go and like get to the gym three days a week like that's that's it for me that's fantastic that's fantastic yeah i'm setting the bar low so that i feel like i'm just kicking ass well that's that's equally as important so you don't feel like you know a failure exactly yeah yeah i just don't want to feel like a failure (laughs) you're not you're not a failure you're not a failure failure. no but it's interesting that comes up to what i'm not to jump ahead but another big one for me and it starts way back when i was a teenager and comes way up to to modern times for me is comparing myself to others Mm. so nicole like you're looking around and seeing everybody working out and getting their pull-ups and feeling like i'm so behind you know i'm getting further behind and i think we all do that You know, when I was 19, I happened to be in college with, I just happened to have roommates who were exceedingly thin. 
they weren't like anorexic or anything like that, but they weren't trying to be thin. They were just naturally tall and very thin. And mm-hmm. here I was this, this short little Italian girl with lots of curves and it really bugged me. Like, and I compared myself to them nonstop and like we would try and share clothes and like they would, you know, the pants wouldn't, they would be way too long and way too tight. And it really got in my head. And when I was first working out, I was on all these forums and like, I would see what other people can do. And I would hear what they did with the workouts that week. And it would be really hard for me to mm. just accept like, Hey, look, look, you did, you lifted more. You had some progress. Cause I was too busy thinking about what, you know, Sally over there just lifted and I wasn't lifting it. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've got to, you've got to compare to your own progress, not to someone else's like it's apples and oranges. Yeah. But it's so hard. I mean, God, as much as we are coaches, like, it's freaking hard to not do that. Like, that's, it's, I don't know. Is it, like, in our human nature to just always be making comparisons? I don't know. But it's, like, it's Yeah, oh, I, think it, I think it's a really, I, I don't know. It's certainly, most people I know do it until they start trying to actively not do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think I have to work really hard to not compare myself. You know, like if you and I were lifting together, I feel like now I'm at a point that I'd be like, that's great. Look how strong Sam is. But not that long ago, I'd have probably been like, why am I not as strong as Sam? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think we have to really work at that. Right. And, you know, being able to, to just focus on where we are versus where we want to be versus where we were. Yeah. 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 I think part of it comes from like building enough confidence, right? Like within ourselves to know that that's actually not relevant. And yeah. then also, like, removing some of the, um, I guess, removing some of the negative influences in our life, like, whether they be people in real life or just people we follow on social media that don't mm-hmm. make us feel good. Uh, I just went yeah. through a little purge myself of people, like, people I used to follow and look up to, and now I'm like, actually, their message is shit, and they just aren't really, like, who I want to be listening to words from. Mm, and wow. even even just that little cleanup actually kind of made me feel like lighter I was like oh finally I don't have to look at her ass anymore <laughs> you know like oh I don't have to like listen to her preach about god knows what you know like something yeah. that I actually know that she probably doesn't believe in because her photos and everything else says everything other than that you know mm. that's important yeah that's really important yeah Nicole, I, I think we were up to you yeah well and then just to like kind of continue on that I think as or maybe even men do it but like I think as women we don't just do it with like our bodies we do it with our careers we do it with our homes we do it with our parenting like with our kids yeah everything is compare you know what I mean everything's comparing like I don't think I do it as much I get jealous with the workout stuff like not someone's body but because they have more maybe I think they have more time and that's probably not the case Mm. but I think I do it more with like business stuff too. Mm. Um, I see like everybody's doing this and that and it looks so awesome. And I'm like, I, I literally don't have the time for this now. And not even saying like being that I don't have the time. It's like, I really don't have the friggin' time to do everything I would love Mm -hmm. to do. And that like pisses me off so much. Um, Or like people posting about their kids, like my kid played in the snow for four hours. What? I couldn't get one of my kids in a snowsuit. She's like, uh-uh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's so like, funny you say that. My kid's playing the snow for four hours. And then I'm like, well, because that's not realistic. But you know what I'm saying? It went through my head for a minute. And then I felt guilty for even comparing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nicole, that literally happened that exact thing. This week, I got up. My kids had a snow day. 
And then later that day, a mom I know posted pictures. She's like, you know, hashtag snow day and pictures of all the kids playing in the snow. I'm like, oh my gosh, it was a two hour delay. It wasn't even a snow day. Yeah. My kids literally slept in it till the last second, like they do every other day. They had two hours more sleep. We were still like running out the door to the bus. And meanwhile, her kids like had like built an igloo. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is my problem? <laughs> it never even occurred to me to wake them up and be like, hey, go play in the snow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. You feel like, you know, I mean, Griffin went out for a little while and I like ran out there in my slippers and gave him blueberries for the snowman, snapped a pic like I was doing something. <laughs> but, <laughs> most of the time I was uh-huh. watching him. Now the jig is up. <laughs> But you feel like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta go take a picture. I've gotta get this memory, like memories, yeah. memories, memories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Anywho, oh god. Sorry. Clearly, I'm about to have a nervous moment <laughs> <laughs> right here live on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm planning to go to the gym at twelve, but I might just go get a cocktail. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could go either way. <laughs> No, I'm going. I'm going to the gym. I'm, I'm coming to, to Danvers. I'm going to bring you some wine. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were going to go work out with her. No, no. <laughs> Not that Bye. kind of support. No. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Um, Back to the topic of the podcast. Yeah. One of my biggest mistakes was always just just focusing on total calories and not focusing on where those calories would come from. Like my magic number was always 1200. Mm. Um, and I used to track it in Excel and then I would add up all the food and then I would put in the calories that I thought I burned at my workout. And then the difference was like my deficit for the day. And, um, if I had a good deficit, then I was happy, like regardless if I was like starving or satisfied and I was eating crap food. So that was like, I would say once I realized the power of food and how what you eat can mean the difference between like being miserable and losing fat and um, being okay and losing fat and being able to sustain that. That's, that was a huge eye opener for me. Mm, Yeah. Oh man. That resonates so much with me. (laughs) (laughs) Like tracking macros to track macros and not like eating for health. Yeah. Like I was like sugar free, calorie free like what was I even eating I was just eating like <laughs> chemicals and red dye number 40 and like oh god no wonder why like you know in your gut is just like fuck you Destroyed. like it's so mad at you yeah yeah I was yeah. like eating protein bars like because I was like oh like look at all the fiber and like meh. and my body was like oh, no this is not what mm. I want I want real food um yeah. and that's actually something I've only like probably within the past two years, really, really start to, started to realize, like, oh, wow, the quality of the food I eat actually matters a lot more than I eat. Your food think. always looks so good, Sam. I always want to come to your house and eat. Oh. Whenever you post food, I'm like, what in the world is she eating now? Oh, well, you're more than welcome to come over anytime. My yeah, food, I won't say it's aesthetic, like all those cool Instagram people, but... Yeah, I'm not saying it's beautiful, you but know? it looks delicious. Yeah, I... Like, yeah. that sounds good. I think now, though, I take, I, like prioritize it because my food used to taste like shit because it was Mm. just full of crap you know Mm. uh but yeah you know live and you learn (laughs) sometimes it's worth eating more calories to um fuel your body better you know yeah I i used to think like the the little the smallest amount of food is always the best option 
when it's, you know, even if it left me unsatisfied or um, it left me feeling like crap, I was like, well, at least it's not a hundred calories more. Like that's, that sucks. (laughs) I so, I so get that feeling, Sam. I know exactly what you mean. And in reality, like you may have ended up eating less calories total overall for the day if you just had like a big delicious meal that actually satisfied you when you wanted it rather than being yeah. like I've got 300 calories for this meal no more mm-hmm. you know what I mean oh yeah. my god yeah 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 oh. and did you guys ever eat small meals instead of just like eating one big meal and getting full and satisfied yes oh gosh all the way up till really recently Same. just to stoke your metabolism all day you can yeah. eat small meals <laughs> For sure. I I definitely believed that at one point, but even after like, I'm like, all right, that's just a myth for me. Like I was just always like a picker, like a snacker. And so, you know, you only have a certain number of calories to use. Right. And so I would kind of use them in these little bits and pieces. And it's been really way more recent that I've been like, you know what, I'm just going to have a couple of big meals and I do like it better for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I enjoy it. I do too. I, I think I think for me the biggest thing is like feeling like okay if I have three big meals or whatever it is usually it's three for me then I can add ketchup to my potatoes and not feel like crap I can't add ketchup and make it taste mm. real, you know it's like those little things but that is really yeah. like what gives you like you, even mental like satiety like you feel satisfied after your meal because mm-hmm. you're like yes I just like ate everything I wanted like there's like this abundance almost like oh okay like yeah. I'm good rather than like skimping on whether portion whether it be portions or whether it be like oh I'm having a little bit heavier pour of salad dressing just to make this taste a little better you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to always put very limited stuff on my food just like you know egg whites spinach quinoa like that is disgusting to me now I'm like no I need like <laughs> sauces and cheese and you know like I'm putting all these things on because because I can um, yeah and it prevents me from like binge eating later on because I didn't give myself the permission to eat it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a good point too, is that I think so many people didn't realize like how high calorie dense salads could be. And that sometimes a salad at a restaurant is like the same calories as a cheeseburger. Mm. But then I think the salad got so much hate because of that, that people are like, you know, don't get the salad at restaurants because it's so high calorie. But at the end of the day, just get what you feel like. And sometimes I don't care. Sometimes I like a 900 calorie salad. It's friggin' delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and I could have had a cheeseburger, but I didn't want a cheeseburger. I wanted the salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's like the permission piece, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something yeah, I've you only. Don't need permission. It doesn't yeah. have to be the cool thing on ID. Yeah. Yeah. Just be what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like eliminating the word should that's something I've been doing myself a lot and I hadn't that's something I just always was like oh I should go do cardio I should mm-hmm. keep increasing the weight even if it doesn't feel good like I should I don't even know like the craziest stuff um and so, so what, as, what do you do now do you like when you hear that word like catch yourself and yeah. like, ask yourself why should I yep exactly like anytime I'm like oh I should probably not eat this or I should I should go run or like, Oh God, I should lift today. I actually have just been like, if I said that, then I probably won't do it. I'll like do, mm-hmm. I try to like, I've been practicing like, okay, let me just do the opposite or not the opposite, but you know, just, <laughs> just giving myself permission to not do that. What, what would be the opposite of lifting today? <laughs> uh, sitting. <laughs> and you know, you know, what's funny. So this actually, this exact thing happened to me today. I went to the gym because I was like, Oh, I should go lift. And I did go to the gym, but I didn't lift. And it was, Ah. I just 
did some band work and I ran for five minutes and I stretched and I did some pull-ups and I left. And I was like, oh, that was so nice. I didn't beat my body into the ground. Yeah. So I think that kind of goes back to the whole, the thing I mentioned earlier about like more is not better. It's just like listening to your body. Yeah. 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 That's a hard one for people because more always feels like it's going to be better. Right. Yeah. And until it doesn't, and it feels like too much. Yeah. Then you break in some way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. All right. Are we going around one more time? Yeah. I think who is it me actually? I don't even know. I don't even know. Let's go with yes. Yes, it's you. Okay, we'll do that. Um, I think a big one is like if you mess up, um, not letting that spiral into mm. a a week or a month or whatever, like worth of feeling like total shit or like you messed up. Or um, eating shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like whether it be like a snack turns into a meal, turns into a whole day of eating like crap and then a week and, you know, or like, oh, I missed a workout. Oh, I missed two. Oh, God, well, fuck it. I'm just not going to go to the gym at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kind of getting out of that all or nothing mentality and just giving myself a break and getting on track like the next, you know, next meal, next workout, next day, whatever. Um, so seeing That's it, such a seeing common like that. one. Yeah. yeah. What, did, what helped you like make that switch in your brain? I think the big, the biggest thing, I read this somewhere, I have no idea where, so props to whoever said this, was if you mess up during the day, like say I had a bad breakfast, right? Typically in the past, I would, I would have like had my lunch be like shit, my dinner like shit, I probably would have like ate, I don't know, two or three times the amount of calories I needed because I Mm -hmm. felt like I had messed up. But someone, they talked about breaking up the day into four quarters, so like, oh. okay, you messed up the first quarter. That's okay. Like, just because you pop, like, just because you're, you have a tire out on your car doesn't mean you need to, you know, like stab a hole in all the other three tires. Mm-hmm. And so I thought of it like that, like, I'm not going to sabotage the rest of my meals or my day just cause I messed up once. And that really like put it in perspective. Like, why would I continue to go down that road? You know? And mm-hmm. it was just, I mean, it was mostly in my head, me telling myself, like, oh, well, I messed up, so I've just got to keep going. Yeah, that's all in our heads. Yeah, yeah. So I think that analogy of, like, thinking of the day in, like, a pie chart, like, four quarters, and seeing it, like, okay, even if there's, like, a red quarter, if the other three quarters are green, that's good. Or maybe there's just two reds and two greens, but at least it's not four red. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think that whole issue you just brought up, Sam, is one that's like well, kind of what we talked about back at the beginning, like some mistakes you just have to make on your own and some you make over and over. I find that that's one that my clients and I personally did it too, make over and over and over until it clicks. Mm. Like that you keep going back to this whole like, I screwed up, I screwed up. Like I did it over and over. I have clients who do it over and over and, and we have to work to remind them like you didn't screw up. And as soon as you get back on track, you're back on track and it's good. Mm-hmm. But it, take, it takes, um, I think it, it it, for most people, it takes repeated messing up with that till you can finally make it click in your head. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nicole, what about you? Um, you know what? Like, what, I don't even know if this is a mess up, but one thing I wish I never did um, was, like, always tell people, like, back in the day, if I was on a new diet, like, okay, am I trying Shakeology? Am I going to spin? Am I tracking macros? Like, Mm. granted, I do this for a living. However, that's different. Like, people who find me online are looking for this information. And I think talking about, like, nutrition and workouts (laughs) with, like, friends and family, I just, you know, 
people are so passionate about food, um, mm. nutrition and their health. And, and I want them to be that. But also, there's so much misinformation out there that people say really stupid friggin' shit. And <laughs> I, I, I just wish like I ne- like it was never brought up or and do you know what I mean? Like there's how many people have you known who have, like get on a new diet and they're like, and they just want to scream from the rooftops and they want to tell everybody and they want to sell like overpriced shakes and I totally get it but it's like I wish personally that I never like ever talked about any sort of like personal stuff that I was doing because everybody wants to put their two cents in and then you just get annoyed with people um, and if you're an introvert like me, that's just like not good if you're trying to work mm. on <laughs> So yeah. not talking, not talking about your personal uh, nutrition. Yeah. Unless and someone I, asks you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. from a friend's family perspective, like if you, if you really want to talk about it, like you get to like find someone who like, you know, is a safe place to talk about it. Because if you don't, you get all this like unwanted advice, criticism that, that just kind of puts you in a negative state because like how many Mm. times have you I can count so many times that I've been happy or pleased with someone and then someone comes back and says well you shouldn't do it that way because so and so blah 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 and it just Mm. like Mm -hmm. puts you even if it's not true it just kind of like puts you in a bad mental state and and then you've got people like well why aren't you eating or blah why don't you eat this like stop depriving you know what I mean like I just Mm -hmm. like keeping some stuff to yourselves and like yourself and only talking about it's like certain people rather yeah. than trying to scream it from the rooftops is like something mm. back in the day. I wish I never did. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think also it, it's like, no one cares, you know, <laughs> no one cares what you're eating. <laughs> you no. know? And, and if, if like you want to talk about it, then they're just going to criticize you or like make a, make a comment on it. And you're like, I don't care what you think. So actually I'm going to just keep eating the same thing. Yeah. No one cares that you're vegan, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares that you drink celery juice. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. I, but That's it's also like having enough awareness to be like, oh, actually like I'm not the most important person in the world. What? Like why doesn't everyone <laughs> sure. care about what I'm eating? Why doesn't everybody want to know exactly why I've set my plate up just like this? (laughs) Wait, they're not asking. I should probably just volunteer the information. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. Um, Do we have have time for one more? A few more? Um, Yeah, I can go again. I haven't gotten it. Okay. Uh, In a while. Okay, so ego lifting was a really big one for me. Ooh, yeah. Lifting more than I had any right to be lifting. And it doesn't even have to be with big lifts. I'm not even necessarily talking about squat, bench, and deadlift. Just, like, trying to, like, row some ridiculous amount of weight that I was really not rowing. I was using, like, literally every muscle in my body. (laughs) (laughs) My back to get that weight up. And I think it's super common and super tempting because you want to get the big weights up. And you want to be like, oh, I can do this. But it takes so much, um, I don't know, I guess self-control. To say, like, I'm not even getting the, the training effect I want if I do that. So I did that for a really long time. I did that for years. Yeah. I remember actually with squat, I did remember I took all the weight back off and started with, uh, like, I think it was like 100 pounds because I thought my squat, my squat, I had gotten it up pretty high, but I was, I was like, not even, even close to parallel. So I did, I mean, I did that. I mean, I did that like last week. I made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's it's I, pretty common. 
yeah, yeah. Like, I totally like put more weight on the bar that I should have been snatching and I mean my daughter rested her head on my trap last week and I thought I was gonna cry so <laughs> for like four days so like clearly I'm still making that mistake yeah yeah I think it's like I mean sad enough like I, th- I think it's a lot to do with like just being humble you know, like humbling yourself to the gym and the experience of like change and, and like lifting, like lifting is so humbling because it doesn't like the weights don't care if you're having a good day or a bad day, Mm -hmm. or like, they don't care if you've had a lot of food to like have energy or like, they don't care about that. Like they're just there. And it's like, that I didn't sleep last night because I had 15 hot flashes. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it sucks, but it's the truth. So yeah. And I mean, I, that's just, that's coming back to my injury too. Like I, I was like, no, I can pick this up. I've done it before. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, Sam, today's not the day to be a hero. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> totally get that. Totally get it. <laughs> um, okay. Do we have any more that we can think of that are like big ones? I think these are all like really good, especially like mindset wise, you know, because at the end of the day, that's kind of where it all stems from. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have one more big one if somebody else doesn't want to go. Like I told yeah, you. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. It was, it was so off the top of my head. I just, right before we got on the call here, I just like blew out a list. Uh, I looked for quick fixes instead of trying to educate myself about nutrition and training for so many mm. years. Yeah. Mm. Such a long time. And it never ended well. It always ended with me gaining the weight back, but a quick fix just always felt better because I just, I needed the weight off then. Like I just needed to do it now and I can learn stuff later. Mm. I don't need to know why right now. I just, somebody tell me what to do to get this weight off. Yeah. But yeah. then later you never learn. And it all later was back. never, <laughs> there was, was no later. Years. <laughs> later happened like 20 years. And when it finally happened, it wasn't because of a quick fix. It was because I finally took the time to educate myself. Yeah. So that was a big one. And I think that goes probably hand in hand too, with like the goal should be the process, right? Like, and like just finding a sustainable thing because at the end of the day, like that's really all there is or else you're just going to keep going back to that same place again. Yeah. Um, like finding what's sustainable, like, Oh, can you eat that many or can you eat that little calories consistently? Like you can probably mm-hmm. do it for a week or two, but then after that, you're probably going to go cray cray, you know, mm-hmm. and just like go off the deep end. Um, yeah. And so sacrificing like immediate results for long-term benefit and just overall mm-hmm. health, even God and mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. Cool. I wow, hope. Wow. We've, we've made a lot of mistakes. That's what I yeah. learned today. I know. <laughs> I still have like 20 more. I could probably like talk right. about like, <laughs> but we can do a part. We can do a part two someday. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll definitely need a part two. Cause I feel like a lot of people um, who will listen to this will be like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to join you for that bottle of wine. <laughs> wine Wednesdays with Kim, with Kim, Nicole and Sam. <laughs> um, Tuesday. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> See? Crap. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't have quite the same ring. Yeah. 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 No kidding. It's okay. That's that's how the week's going. <laughs> okay, my oatmeal exploded in my microwave in my office this morning, and I was like, "Where my day is going?" Uh, <laughs> Remember, it, think of it in quarters. It was just the yeah. morning. You know, yeah, that was yeah. just the first yeah. quarter. You're yeah. in the second quarter now, and it started with us. So that's 
pretty good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I what's better than that? The hell? I'm going to go crush it at the gym. So. Yeah, go nice. do some pull-ups. Hey, text us when you're done. Okay. Oh, accountability. I know you went to the gym. I'll send you a selfie with my glass of wine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not really going to drink wine. But now you've just got me onto this wine thing. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, wine has to be at, like, nighttime. So. Yeah. It's probably for the best. Not in the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Last quarter only. Q4 with the wine. <laughs> All right, ladies. Oh, God. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for sharing. Uh, I, think, right. I think this was pretty helpful. I think so, too. Awesome. Awesome. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. You too. Catch you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. And that wraps it up for this episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a rating and review. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks again for being here.